Hey guys, welcome to the life of a conspiracy theorist. I am your host, Derek, and today I want to talk about something that typically has been on everybody's mind at some point, or somebody has heard this saying that we are in the end times. The doomsday clock is almost at 12 o'clock. Now, before we go into this any further, I am going to be discussing things that come from a biblical nature and the times and the seasons that we're living in and also world events is taking place and we're going to discuss this for just a little bit. Now, I've always been the one that's sitting there and said, you know, back in the day, before I became a Christian, I my whole purpose was to disprove, you know, because when I was a kid, my excuse was is that, hey, I was told that Santa Claus wasn't real. And with Santa Claus not being real, and he gave me gifts once a year, who is this other invisible person that just don't give me gifts, and you're telling me he's real? That was my mindset from a, a child. It kind of confused me. And see, that's what the world wants, is for us to be in confusion. Because in confusion, we cannot understand, nor can we see what's right in front of us because it is a blur, it is an illusion. And so with these events that's going on around the world today and seeing what's happening in Ukraine and Russia and Hungary and all those other places, a lot of people are sitting there saying, hey, Russia's the great, is, is invading. We're in the end times. Russia is invading into the lands of of, of are the free people and 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 we have world leaders that are supposed to be doing their job for us but but they're just sitting there not doing anything and and uh and I'm just terrified. I'm just I'm just so scared that the the the, the time of the world that I'm living in is uh the things you know things are just falling apart. I just this it just doesn't make sense. And this is the world of confusion they want you to be in. Yes. Do I believe that we are in the last days? Yes, I do. Because every day that goes by is, for my belief, is one day closer to Jesus Christ's return. Now, that doesn't mean that I think that Jesus, even if he chooses to do so, would come back Why I'm doing this podcast. But if he did, I wouldn't complain about it. I just know there's a lot of people out there that are lost. And not only are they lost, they're confused. You have a lot of things coming out of the churchgoers. You have a lot of things coming out of the media. You got a lot of things coming out of the truthers. You got a lot of things coming out of the conspiracy theorists. And with all that, it has paved a scene of confusion, one in which people either have become numb to hearing, the end is nigh, the end is nigh. They become a nun. They come none to it, and others who do not follow or really look at uh, Bible prophecy in a way in which we were intended to do so. See, we as believers, we here's what your responsibility is as a believer in Jesus Christ. You're supposed to have a personal walk with Him, and in doing so, as you walk your testimony and live your life that is a testimony to the Messiah being your Savior, it will attract others to you. 
we're not going to be able to get people if we holler all the time. The end time is nigh. The end time is here. Even though there's a lot of things that are going on in the world today that I would even sit there and say, well, we are getting closer to that time. One thing that I know is that a lot of people, such as truthers and preppers, they want to build them underground bunkers. Hey, don't blame you. If that's what you want to do and live over one, that's totally fine. Absolutely. Some of those things are doggone awesome and gorgeous looking. But it always makes me look at the verse, chapter 6, of the book of Revelation, where it says, in verse, chapter 6, verse 16 and 17, it says, and, he, and said to the mountains and the rocks, Fall on us, hide us from the face of him that sitteth on the throne, from the wrath of the Lamb, for that great day of his wrath has come, and who shall be able to stand? I mean, there, there are people that are hiding out in the mountains and the rocks are begging, are begging to not be, uh, to not see the Lord's face. Sit there and still not be condemned to, to judgment. And I'm here to tell you is that, you know, the scriptures are very clear that yes, judgment will come. Not only will it come, but it will be where we as believers are not going to immediately be called up out of here. Some people believe that we're going to, that Christians are going to beamed up out of here and be taken up to heaven. And when that happens, they're going to be a-okay and they don't have to worry about any of these events. That's not what the scripture says, though. I think a lot of people fail to realize that, that you need to go back to, you need to go back to chapter uh, 24. And we're going to look at that right now. Chapter 24 of the book of Matthew. And we're going to look at what it's what, what the Bible says, what the Scripture says. So we go to chapter 24, okay, as I'm turning there quickly in my Bible. And like I told y'all, this was going to be dealing with people that are believers in, in Jesus Christ about dealing with, are we in the end times? So it starts off in chapter 24, it says, And Jesus went out and departed from the temple, and his disciples came out to him for to uh, show him the uh, building of the temple. Jesus said unto them, See ye not all these things? Verily I say unto you, There shall not be left here one stone from upon another that shall not be thrown down. Now, dealing with the temple, one thing that's coming out right now out of uh, Israel is, are they preparing for the third temple? Are they getting ready to build the third temple? Are we seeing that the third temple is being um, constructed, that it's on its way of being built. And see, for me, I don't think the Dome of the Rock uh, that the Muslims go to is really where the real temple of the Lord was. I don't, I don't believe that that's where it was. I believe it was a little bit farther. I think that was where the Roman garrison had built their place right next to the synagogue so that they could keep close eyes on the uh, Sadducees and the Pharisees and also their Roman guards and also the horses that they had. So I think that's where the Donor Rock is. So a lot of people are sitting there thinking, okay, if that is the case, that means if they found another area that would that fits, the, fits what the scriptures say, that means they're going to be able to build a third temple and with them now carving out the rocks, carving out the stones 
and making them uh, into pieces to be able to build this temple, then that means automatically we're in the end times. No, it doesn't. Not yet. Because you still have to have the temple built and the you know, abomination of desolation will stand up in there and declare himself as God. Now, this has happened in the ancient past. Nimrod, um, uh, Nero, excuse me, not Nimrod, Nero uh, actually sacrificed the pig uh, on the altar uh, before it was completely destroyed and torn down, as the Messiah tells us. Now, one thing that always got me is that you go um, further and it tells you, you know, how to, you're supposed to flee. It says right here, verse, uh, I'll just read it for, for verbatim. And as he set upon, this is verse 3, set upon the Mount of Olives, disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us, what shall these things be? What shall be the signs of the coming of the end of the age? I mean, even the, the, the disciples. Being with Jesus Christ was even asking Jesus Christ, well, when is the end times going to be? When is this going to happen? So this is something that has been on the minds of your your first century Christians. And I'm telling you, for me, I believe that each day that goes by, each day that I have is getting me closer to the coming of Jesus Christ. But that does not mean that the rest of the world is ready to see that end times yet because there's certain things that have to happen. And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. Now, we've had things come out about the four blood moons. We've had things come out about the uh, year 2012 is going to be the end times. The Maya Keller is coming to an end and all this. You know, we, we time and time again are told these dates and people set dates. But Jesus says, make sure that no man deceives you. So this is the reason why I felt this very important to do this on my podcast. For many shall come in the name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. You shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass. But the end is not yet. So because Russia has invaded Ukraine, that doesn't mean automatically that the end is here. It doesn't mean that we are seeing an end-time event that is carving the way for the Antichrist to enter into the world. I believe it is a stage, a platform, for the Antichrist to use. And I I do not shy away from the fact that the Antichrist is going to be the one that really is pulling the strings. <clears throat> it says, And ye shall hear, of, uh, for nations shall rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines, pestilence, and earthquakes in diverse places. So Jesus is like really paving and painting this picture of, to his disciples. Look, even when these things are happening, when you have nations going after nations, you got people against people, when you've got troubles and you got wars or rumors of wars, or you got these huge earthquakes, or you're hearing all these sounds that no one can figure out what they sound like the shofar horn is blowing out in the middle of nowhere. He's essentially telling us these things are going to happen, but yet the end is not yet. The end is not yet. For all these are the beginning of sorrows. These are a pattern, a behavior. That the more these things happen, the more humans 
become desensitized and the sorrows become almost no longer relevant in their emotions. And you can tell me right now, in this world that we're living in, does people really care about people's emotions? And the answer to that, I just have to say, is I don't think they do. I really don't think they do. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted and shall kill you and ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. And he's talking to his disciples here. He says, you're going to be hunted down. You're going to be killed. You're going to be, you know, essentially murdered. And people that follow the follow me, this is the pat this is what's going to happen to them. Certain ones are going to be afflicted. Some's going to actually be killed. And then many uh be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another. This is happening now. Yes, this was also happening then in in the ancient past. But Jesus is telling us even when these events are happening, the end is not yet. Many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. This is why I tell people. I was talking to someone the other day and I was going into the details about Noah and going into the details about how it was genetics that was being manipulated and changed and, and done. And you when you really go to that genetic route of what God is saying, you find out the book is really, the Bible is really a science book of genetics. And it's telling us what not to do and what to do so that we don't mess up the genetics. And so when you have someone that just listens to somebody either by on a, a every once a week, but yet don't dig into the word themselves, then they're going to not understand the times we're living in. And when these people are selling them, these are the signs of the end times. They take it at face value and they take it as if it's the case. And then they go in fear. And we're not supposed to be subject to fear. And because iniquity shall abound, and the love of many shall wax cold. But he that endureth unto the end, the same shall be saved. So Jesus is letting us know that, yeah, you're going to go through these trials and tribulations as a believer in me. Being called by my name, me being your Messiah, me being your Christ, me being your Savior. These are the things that you need to expect to happen to you because you follow and, and are of me but then he says but he that endureth unto the end the same shall be saved this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations and then shall the end come right now I'm doing a podcast talking about Jesus Christ and talking about end time prophecy and where, who, who, where are you just listening to this are you in just the? Are you in the United States? Are you in the UK? Are you in Canada? Are you in Australia? Are you in Iraq? Are you in Iran? Are you in China, Japan, Taiwan? Let us sink in that we have a device in which we can have the scriptures read to us, shared with us, all over the world. And to the first first century, they were going literally. Literally walking the message to village to village. We can now have the message read to us and given to us. And the ones that do it could just be sitting at home. Let that sink in.
But he did endure earth. Now when ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet stand in the holy place, whosoever readeth, let him have understanding. Then let them which be in Judea flee into the mountains. Let him which is, in, is on the housetop not come down to take anything out of the house. Neither let him which is in the field return back to take his clothes. And woe unto them that are with child, and to them that give suck in those days. But pray ye that your flight not be in winter, neither on the Sabbath day. So at this moment, when this is happening, when you have the abomination of desolation stands up in the temple. I understand at the very beginning of this, Jesus said the temple is going to be destroyed. With no stone left unturned. Now if you go by... Nero, you kind of see where the Israelites kind of was fleeing from the wrath of Nero after he did the abomination of desolation. But I think this goes a little bit further too. And then shall be a great tribulation. Now this is where I want my Christians that believe that in the that we're going to be raptured out of here before the crowd hits the fan. Jesus tells us clearly here. For there shall be great tribulation, such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time, no, nor ever shall be. Except those days should be shortened, there should be no flesh be saved. And that's important, because that refers back to Genesis 6, dealing with uh, Noah. But for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. Verily, then if any man shall say unto you, Lo, here is Christ, or there, believe it not. For there shall rise false Christ, false prophets, and shall show great signs and wonders, insomuch that if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. Behold, I have told you before. Wherefore, if ye shall say unto you, Behold, he is in the desert, go not forth. Behold, he is in the secret chambers, believe it not. For as light cometh out of the east, and shineth even to the west, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For whosoever the carcass is, there will eagles be gathered together. Now, immediately after the tribulation uh, of those days, shall the sun be darkened, and the moon shall not give her light. And the sun shall, and the stars shall fall from heaven, and the powers of heaven shall be shaken. And then shall appear out of the Son of a Man in the heaven, and then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn, and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. He is telling us that they, these events are going to take place and happen. Now, one thing that he also sits there that I've always looked at is that it says, Now learn a fable of the fig tree. When the branches is yet tender and put it forth leaves, ye know that summer is nigh. So likewise ye, when ye shall see all these things, Know that it is near, even at the door. Verily I say unto you, This generation shall not pass away till all these things shall be fulfilled. Heaven and earth shall be passed away, but my word shall not pass away. But of that day and hour knoweth no man, no, not the angels of heaven, but my Father only. But as the days of Noah were, so shall the coming of the Son of Man be. 
For as in those in the days that were before the flood, they were eating, drinking, marrying, and giving in a marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark. And they knew not until the flood came and took them all away, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. You need to understand that these events that's taking place have already been talked about as if we should understand that this is something that is not going to pave the way and let us know immediately we're in the end times. The thing that's going to sit there that's going to stand out is that, yes, you're going to have a temple. Yes, you're going to have a person, an entity, a being, stand and claim to be God. You're going to have chimeras and, and hybrids and other things in this world. Can Are we there yet? We're so close. We're very close, but I don't think we're at that moment in time that that's going to be right now. But it is for a later date, and if I'm wrong, I'm sorry. I hope that I am. I would love for Jesus to come back today. But there's a lot of people that don't know Jesus as their Savior, as we as believers should be portraying, not dictating, not pointing fingers, and not being judgmental. Live your life as Christ asks you to. Be a testimony. And in doing so, someone's going to see your life and be like, what is in their life that they have that I don't have? I want what they have. That's what it means to be a Christian. Not to be judgmental. Not always looking to have the end times always on your mind. The time, Jesus is telling his disciples, the time will come. It's not yet here. The time will come. But guess what? No man knoweth the hour. And that's why we always should be prepared. In a way, not in the world as the world would want us to prepare, but how we should prepare ourselves spiritually and how we should help out our neighbors and how we should help out others. Don't be wrapped up in that every time you see a new president or you see a new war taking place that immediately your mind goes to we're in the end times and you're telling everyone we're in the end times and then nothing comes from it. I understand that the end will come when the end that God has picked and chosen to be that end, it will not be ordained or caught out by us it will only be by the father so live each day as yes it's getting one day closer to the end times one day closer to the return of Jesus Christ but don't focus on that side of it always love your neighbor help each other and for crying out loud quit sitting there living in fear as always yes this is part of a conspiracy theories because i am a christian this is part of the conspiracy i see with christians is that christians are always always looking for the end times to already have happened or going to happen and i'm asking my fellow brothers and sisters that are christians quit always looking for the end and start looking for the beginning of helping others come to know Christ. As always, please pay attention to your strategies. You never know what lies in the corner. God bless.